Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Gavin Spittle, and joining us from Florida at the Board of Governors meetings as he's covering that is our man from EP Rinkside as well as Shap Shots. It's Sean Shapiro. How's Florida, my friend? It's good. It's good. As we were just uh, talking uh, off camera or off off audio, I guess, off live audio before I had to delayed slightly a bit because i was behind a, a drawbridge which is always fun to see but uh it's it's a i mean right right near the beach got to it's kind of one of the in in places that i've covered and been to cover hockey to uh stand by the beach and uh look out on the ocean it's always kind of a funny juxtaposition to be thinking about this is what you're you're talking about and writing about and everything like that in the hockey world but here we are uh looking out at the Atlantic ocean. So always, always fun, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's been, I flew down here Sunday. Um, they just finished up day two of the meetings right now, now, uh, about an hour, about an hour ago. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the board of governors meetings to kind of give people or listeners an idea of what it is. It's basically the annual kind of state of the league, event where you get all the decision makers from all the teams not making not the hockey decision makers not necessarily there are some gms here but in general it's more of the a lot of the business-based decisions a lot of the things that impact broadcasting a lot of things that actually impact you as a fan are talked about at these meetings um and so it's it's an interesting it's an interesting space and uh, kind of one of the it's it's the place where we learn a lot about the salary cap stuff. Obviously, um, the interesting nugget out of today is Gary Bettman today says that it's it seems like in all likelihood we probably still will have the flat cap for next year. He's hopeful that maybe we have hockey revenues go up a little bit more and and the escrow gets paid off. But it looks like right now there's still going to be. Um, only a $1 million cap raise. And that's kind of the big news nugget. Then there's lots of other little things that we can talk about here and there. It's, but it's a, uh, it's a good, it gives us a good state of the league to talk about things. And uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's a fun time, I guess. For because because there was here. a lot of talk that it was going to raise by 4 million. And for those that yeah. don't know, the salary cap is actually based on league revenue. So mm-hmm. it's not, this is a agreement 
by the owners and the players association. So this is not something where, you know, in case you were thinking to yourself, Oh my God, the owners just want to make more money. Um, this is actually, you know, an agreement. So, you know, if the revenue doesn't go up, the salary cap doesn't go out, go up. And, you know, for stars fans, we kind of want the salary cap to go up. Well, and, and it's, I mean, the other thing too, which is we're stealing, we're dealing with this, this escrow part of it where, Players and owners basically have to give the uh, the quick elevator 101 on this. Players and owners basically split hockey related revenue 50 50. But players' contracts, as we know, are determined before the season. So that's where escrow comes into play. Essentially, if you don't, if the hockey related revenue doesn't cover the uh doesn't cover all the player salaries properly where you can get a 50 50 split 50 50 split the um the players have to pay back and they owe a debt to the owners through the form of escrow and where this comes into play and where this has been big was obviously with covid and seasons essentially seasons with fans essentially getting lost and playoffs rounds getting lost Basically, the players over the past couple of years have been paying back a $1.5 billion debt to the owners. And it's I know it's crazy to think about, but basically, it's through the escrow. Um, year one out of COVID, it was an 18% escrow. Um, it'll be 6% next year. And essentially, that means for the simplest terms, imagine a million-dollar salary. Um, it's really 6% of that check is actually not salary it's going right back to the owners and um the escrow debt will be likely be around 70 million at the end of the season so next year will probably be the last year of a six percent escrow and then the year after that we'll see the salary we should see the salary cup salary salary cap go up quite a bit it's um it's a system where players if you hear players complain about escrow and everything like that it's it's a deal that they signed on for this was collectively bargained yeah. and it's uh it's something where the the players and the owners uh the, the player from the players perspective and how things go it's something where just i guess internally they that's something they have to think about and for future cbas of how they look at it because they made this deal i know what may be something that there's an annoyance at from the nhl players association but it was a deal that was worked out between the two sides so um and the and they uh, so it's 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 something that uh, we all would like hockey related revenue to go up. We it's important for that to ha- happen for the salary cap to go up. And it's important for to frankly allow teams to keep their rosters together. Like, can you imagine like we talk about we've talked about the stars cap situation here on this show and everything like that. The difference between having one million dollars additional in salary cap in the off season and potentially $5 million is just, it's, that's, that's a, that's a huge benefit that yeah. that's something that is, goes a, t- a long way. So um, to kind of give a quick, just like spark notes thing, just cause I know I just to kind of, I'll, I'll just throw a couple bullet points at you, Gavin, and we can talk about any of yeah. these, but just some things that I know that Dallas fans will be interested in and stars fans, uh, there is the there's always been the question about the regional sports networks right and how things have been there's been uh, Sinclair Diamond uh, Diamond Sports Group which owns is owned by Sinclair which owns 
the Bally Sports Networks, which obviously impacts the Dallas Stars. They have uh, they've had some financial struggles, and there's been thoughts of whether the NHL might end up buying the Sinclair Networks. Um, I know the NBA as well has also looked into that. I I actually asked about it today. The fact of the matter is, right now the checks are still going through. They're coming. The Bally situation hasn't changed right now, but the league is looking into. They are they are that that kind of story that was out there that the league could actually buy or invest in the regional sports networks is definitely possible. Um, the Jersey ad program, obviously, right now the Stars don't have a Jersey ad, but I would imagine that. If they if they don't have one by the start of next season, I would be stunned. Um, honestly, it's been something where with the jersey ads, player leagues and team the teams and leagues basically have just been kind of waiting for the right deal. It's not that anyone's taken the moral, oh, I'm not going to put a jersey on my an ad on my sweater thing. It's been more of the I'm waiting for the right deal. Um, and then the uh, digitally enhanced dashboards that we've seen, and I know that there's been some. Uh, Definitely, I've seen the pushback. I've seen people talk about it on the uh, on social media and everything like that. And um, just to that's not going anywhere. Gary Bettman said he's been pretty happy with it. He said they've gotten the feedback from people from in general that it's been okay. So those are just some some quick yeah. hitter things that I know uh, that fans would like to know. And uh, any I'm 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 open to open to discuss any more of that with you if you want. But just I figured I'd get those three nuggets out there. No, nah, so this is can, great. Uh, this is great info, and we're yeah. we are going to talk stars. Don't worry, yes. we're going to recap the game. But this is important. Yeah. This is the board of governors meetings. Um, I, I don't understand why people are complaining about the Dasher. Um, to me, you have to NASCAR the NHL. Um, this is not a league like MLB or NFL, um, or even the NBA. Uh, to to increase and grow this league, um, you know, it's based on revenue. So any way that you can increase revenue, it, it's going to help the league and it's going to help the smaller markets as well as right here in Dallas. And I think that's what people need to understand. That's why it's crucial more than probably any of the four major sports to make the playoffs because that's when the gate becomes crucial. So the more gate, you know, the better off you are as a uh, a franchise. I also wanted to ask you, I know there was going to be some talk about the Ottawa sale situation. Yeah. Um, did they talk about that today? Has there been any movement in Ottawa? And one of the other things they were going to discuss was fan conduct. There have been a couple incidences um, in the NHL this year with different arenas as far as um, items being thrown on the ice. And that was a possible topic as well. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Both of those things were discussed. Um, first on the fan conduct there, and uh, they are, the league did discuss that today. They discussed kind of a fan conduct policy. Um, they didn't give it out to uh, the media, but that is something that they are discussing and looking at. Um, it will be interesting to see how that's delivered, to be honest. I'm going to, I really, the, the application is going to be the most interesting part to me because it's one thing to write something, but it's another thing to, to see how you deliver that message and, and how it gets applied. So that, that will be kind of, that's kind of an ongoing developing thing. Um, the Ottawa senator's sale, and this is the space where there had been no formal bids yet, but right now there has been at least a dozen potential ownership groups that have signed um, NDAs to take a look at the the vitals, basically. Basically, if you're looking to make a sale, like make a purchase like this, um, there you're you're going to want to see every nook and cranny and little detail and everything like that. So that's why they op- they basically are open. They've opened the books and all these other details for twelve different groups right now have signed NDAs to to do so. And from that group is where your bidders will likely come from. And Ryan Reynolds is the name Ryan Reynolds comes up here because Ryan Reynolds has made it pretty well known that he would like to be part of whichever ownership group owns the Ottawa Senators. Now, Ryan Reynolds is has movie star money. He doesn't he and he owes and he owns a he is part owner of a professional the fourth tier I think it's fifth tier now yes. uh, team in the, in the UK yeah um, and he has he has movie star money and he has owned fifth tier team in the UK money, but NHL money, we're talking about a 750 million to yeah. to billion dollar purchase. We're talking about, it's going to be, if Ryan Reynolds is involved in the purchase, it's going to be something where he's going to be, have a, a minority stake in the team and maybe even be a face of it, but he's, he sure. doesn't have the type of money to, to, to buy the team himself. So the league would love for Reynolds to be involved. It's something that uh, teams in general are starting to like to have, even if it's just a little carrot, they really like having these celebrity actor type now, like in sports ownership. Like I saw today, interestingly enough, this morning it was finalized that Bill Foley, the Vegas Golden Knights owner has bought Bournemouth in the English Premier League. And Michael B. Jordan, the actor, is a minority owner on that deal as well. And um, that's kind of the role that uh, the the role that Michael B. Jordan will play with that team is a similar role that Ryan Reynolds would probably play with the uh, would play with the Senators, where it would be something where he would be a pretty vocal face. He would be someone who, through his entertainment stuff, he'd probably see a TV series about everything. And the league is definitely certainly interested in that. Um, it's going to be, I, I would imagine that's something that we'll see more movement on after the new year and the sent what the senators in the senator's sale will just be, uh, it's not going to impact the day to day for any other team, but it's always going to be, it's just like, it's just like what the penguins sold for uh, 950 million. It's always, it's just always going to be kind of a heat check of the value of where things are for the league and where it stands in the world. Yeah, and you know the biggest thing probably on that when they open the books will be the arena, and how can yes, we fix that situation? How can we get a, a big, new arena? How can we get it closer to actually Ottawa? That's going to be a big part of it because yeah. 
I don't know if anyone has ever, if any anyone here is listening, has ever been to a Senators game. There's nothing wrong. I mean, Canadian Tire Center is it's a fine arena, but yeah. the amount of when you're driving out there, the amount of times you can just look through your window and point and see like, All right, why is the arena not here or here or here or here? Like, do you remember when? Like, I've seen the pictures. I never saw it in person, but I've seen the pictures. It's like Gavin. You remember? See, I've seen the pictures from American Airlines Center when it was first built, and it was basically the middle of nowhere. Yep. Remember that? Yep, absolutely. Like, I, like, like, it's like that, but like exponential but imagine that situation but amplified by a hundred times and with zero development around it like yeah that's what it is, it is. yeah like it's, just- I, it's kind of uh you know <laughs> it's kind of the florida of the north <laughs> yeah i mean sunrise at least had that mall <laughs> that's uh, you know has a few There's shops mall- left but uh yeah you know i mean you know I got to tell you guys, you know, the Florida Panthers don't play in Miami. Ottawa Senators don't play in Ottawa. And, uh, you know, prior to uh, this year, the Arizona Coyotes were not playing in the Phoenix-Scottsdale area. Yeah. So, I mean, I think those three have a lot in common as far as, like, it's very tough sometimes to say on a Tuesday night, yeah, let's let's make the travel. I mean, you know, if you're in the NFL, it's once a week. So you can, if you're in Arizona, drive down to Glendale. But on a Tuesday yeah. night, Scottsdale to Glendale, it's 45 minutes to an hour. I don't know and if, I, you know, that will happen. And the other thing with Ottawa, too, is it's not built. Um, the Panthers, for all their attendance jokes and everything like that, they've actually done a decent job, like, turning things around a little bit. Obviously, winning games helps, too. But the other thing the Panthers have done in the past couple of years is they have um, – marketed to the the suburbs around there and they kind of realize that not that you don't want someone buying a ticket from miami but you're you gotta that's not who you're going after you have to go after the families and everything like that it's just like i'm sure the people at fc dallas in in the in dfw always have this discussion of like obviously frisco is not as far as sunrises from 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 miami but um I would imagine FC Dallas has the same discussions of who are we supposed to market our game to sure. because we have all these people in Frisco right here. And the Panthers have done a pretty good job of kind of shifting that. The Senators have not done that. Yeah. <laughs> have, have have not done that and have not, don't have the large community, a suburban community right there as well either. It's uh, it's something who, whoever owns this team. And I, I would imagine, I would, I, if I had to bet, I would, I would bet that Ryan Reynolds ends up being part of the Senators ownership group just because it's something that Gary Bettman is definitely interested in. And frankly, with what Gary wants to happen in the NHL, that normally happens. Yeah. And an announcement from the NHL uh, hasn't officially been announced, I don't believe, but there will be an outdoor game. Um, Calgary Edmonton in Edmonton. So that's going to be special. Yeah. That's the Battle of Alberta is. The equal of Yankees, Red Sox, or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, name the rivalry. And it's one of those things as a Dallas Stars fan, because we play in Texas, we really don't have, and, you know, it's tough to build a rivalry. Hopefully, you know, as they continue to make playoff pushes, that something can develop. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, the like stars, the old the days. Stars, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Stars' lack of a rival is because, I mean, rivalries are built on 
geography yep. and playoffs. Yeah, and, absolutely. And and the stars don't have the natural geographic setup for a real rival. Right. Um, and it's kind of with the playoffs, like there was potentially like the closest thing the stars have had really is the is is with with Nashville, yep. I think. Um just from a and that's why they played in the winter classic and everything like that. But in general, it's not like it's not like someone outside of Nashville or Dallas sees Stars Predator and is like, ooh, I gotta watch that. Yeah. It's not like it's not it's not like it's not like I'm like if I see Battle of Alberta on TV tonight, I'm like, okay, I'm watching that. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter whether the teams are good or bad. I'm watching that. Or you're watching Ducks Kings, even though those even even with a terrible Ducks team, Ducks Kings always has spice. Yep. So it's like, like it's 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 Dallas. The Stars don't really have that, and I frankly don't know if they ever will because it just takes such a perfect combination of yeah. playoff history plus a team being geographically closer, and you never know. And it's uh. But it's as you said, the outdoor game between Edmonton and, and Calgary. That's great. That's that's what we should be, we should those two teams should be showcased that way. Um, that's good. 